Oh, okay. So um, she was born in West Cork and she came to Limerick at the age of 19 with her dad and they would have set up the farm in Thomastown in County Limerick. And it wasn't until 29 she got married to my grandfather who's passed away a good while ago now. And so then uh, really was, you know, in the farm from day one. Uh, she loved working in the farm. Um, she was really active in the farming till her late 80s. And uh, at that stage, my actual uncle, John Joe, he converted the farm to Ballyhora Horse Trekking. But she was still heavily involved in that. And she loved coming out to welcome the, visitor, the visitors when they'd come from around the world. So I suppose the first thing was, you know, she really loved what she did. So it means you really got to love what you do in life. Um, and, you know, if we look at trying to figure, we're trying to figure out her secret to her long life. And, you know, outside of that, it's she did eat well, she ate light, she ate very little meat, so there's, there's obviously a lot in that. Um, she didn't drink or smoke. Now, she may have had a tiny drop in her later years. That was purely for medicinal purposes, uh, but we won't go into that too much. And uh, she loved playing cards with family, so she loved having fun. And I think, as I said, I mentioned the West Cork air in her that might have helped her live to such a long life. And all her brothers and sisters all lived into their 90s and beyond. So she's, uh, she's the oldest, the eldest, in the sense of she lived the longest. But they all had a great lineage there, if you know what I mean. I understand completely. And you were saying, so she moved to Limerick. Was she a proud Limerick woman to the end? 100%. Um, I, I, I've always seen her as a proud Limerick woman, no matter what. Um, it's uh, She was a keen knitter all her life, but recently she took it up again and she ended up making uh, wristbands and headbands for all the grandchildren and great-grandchildren of the team, uh, of their teams. So last night when Father O'Shea arrived in to do the rosary, he actually had his Limerick um, armband on, you know, which, or wristband, I should say. Um, I wore mine to the All Ireland last year, so I believe it brings a bit of special look for Limerick. So she loved. Uh, there's a lovely picture of her with Sam. McGuire, sorry, the Lee McCarthy Cup um, when they won it there uh, for the first time, and it was a fantastic picture because obviously she was uh, just turned 100 at that stage. So it was quite a, quite a cool photograph to have. So she always loved uh, how Limerick would get on, and also Munster rugby. To be honest, uh, we had great chats about the best player in the pitch in her mind, which was Peter Stringer, because obviously the, the best things come in small packages. Um, <laughs> so that was, that oh, was that's cool. a great, that's a, a great, a great story. So obviously she, she was very, very proud of all the townlands um, across Limerick that her grandchildren were in. That was lovely. Um, yeah. Did she ever live abroad? I was wondering, did she ever emigrate? No, no, she lived in Ireland her whole life. Uh, she would have obviously had family members that emigrated to the States and they would have come back on different occasions to visit her and so on. So she was very much a home bird, uh, but loved traveling uh, around the country to either visit the grandkids or the great grandkids and go to the weddings or the, the different events that would be on. So, uh, you know, always kind of kept, kept, kept going for as long as she could. She loved having company into the house. So the house was always good. I'm always hearing about the parties around the house in the house years ago. So she loved having people in. She loved meeting people. Uh, she loved, obviously, her game of cards. And, uh, you know, to, 
the, the banter and the fun that comes with that. So it was, you know, that's that's really where she was known about how she was such a great person to welcome people into their house. Always made sure that they were looked after. She seemed to know what everybody's favourite treats and drinks and whatever was and made sure that they were uh, extremely looked after once they came into the house. She sounds like the perfect Irish mammy in, in many, many ways. But would she ever compare maybe the present day with what it was like maybe in her earlier years? Yes, she would. So the, the one thing I suppose as well that's probably important here is that up until, uh, as far as I'm concerned, last Friday, whenever her, she was, her brain was very active, extremely sharp. She was never um, out of touch with anything. And I think she kept up to date with everything as well. She kept up with the, how the, the, the times changed. So she read the newspaper every day so she could talk about anything. You could go in, you could talk to her about anything to do with politics, anything to do with Ukraine. And, uh, you know, she had a very good opinion on it. Um, to me and to all the grandkids and so on, she was, she was very straight talking. You know, there was no, no messing around. She gave great advice to all. And we listened. And to be honest, more often than not, we followed her words of wisdom. So, you know, we knew that she was, she was coming with the many, many years of experience. Oh, Keith, that's lovely. I'm wondering, did she ever, ever have a funny anecdote about her life or maybe a standout story that you've always remembered over the years? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, Probably I'll be, you know, I I could be in trouble if I tell too many stories, but there's a lot there. Um, I mean, look, they're forever popping up. Like only last month, um, my uncle John Joe, he bought a new uh, ride on lawnmower and she was looking out and she says, yeah, I'd like a go on that. So a few minutes later, she's up in the lawnmower giving it a go and she, she gave it its uh, nod of approval. Um, there, there, there's one story that I don't come out too well in this, but I suppose it kind of it sums up a lot to me about uh, the type of person she was and so on. So uh, on one occasion, and this is going back again 20 years, so she would have been only she would have been a young mid 80s lady. Um, we were, um, I was helping John with milking the cows. He was gone away. So granny had shown me everything to do. And there was one cow in particular that you had to, you had to tie the cow's leg before you milked it. So I did that. And of course, didn't I let the cow loose with untie, without untying the legs? So the cow went flying down the field. I ran after it, caught the cow, didn't know what to do as I'm not really a farmer. And uh, the knot had gone too tight. And I looked behind me and there was granny running down the field after me again mid 80s uh, she was clever enough to know what had happened she brought a knife with her she showed me how to hold the cow steady so she could start cutting the rope as she was nearly finished the cow obviously realized what had happened kindly lifted its tail and it released its breakfast over my head um i so granny finished the job and then burst out laughing when she saw me as i said it, it wasn't a, i suppose it wasn't a number one so she sat down in the field for a minute just in hysterics then she got up she said right Come on, let's go finish the cows. So, uh, I mean, h- how cool is that? Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.